everybody. Welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Lowe, and mm, I'm not going to lie. I love my intro music. I have so much fun doing it, and I always play it when I'm actually sitting down to record. So I get to feel that vibe with you, and I get to... Um, I don't know, allow myself to get energized because that's what I want to be able to bring to you is love and energy. And, you know, it's only fitting that today our topic is about what to do when you are feeling drained, when you are feeling drained and you feel like you are giving, giving, giving to everyone. You know, hello, if you're a giver, that's a part of your nature. It's a part of your superpowers. You know, I'm I'm guessing you're highly empathetic so you can pick up on the needs of the people around you. And it brings you a lot of joy to be able to be that one to please and give them, um, give to them. Right. And maybe you're in a position with work where maybe you're in healthcare or maybe you're in, um, some, a nonprofit or you're doing a job that you know is providing a service for other people. And that aspect of it brings you joy. But what do we do when all of a sudden we're like, oh my God, I have nothing left for me. You know, if you find yourself feeling drained that you don't have anything to give to yourself at the end of the day, or you feel like you can't show up with your family the way that you want to, then this message is for you, okay? So the first thing I want to bring up is, and I'm kind of laughing because it's something that I used to struggle with a lot, okay? And I didn't realize it until someone pointed it out to me which, you know, is the whole cool thing about personal development is we don't know what we don't know. And that's what has kept me being a student of life. I will forever be a student. I will forever be learning because I am forever curious. That's a part of my nature. So we need to talk about giving and receiving. So when you are the giver, you only are able to be the giver because someone else is the receiver. Whether you are giving when someone asks or whether you're just going out of your way to do something or giving a compliment or whatever else. And so, you know, kind of reflect with yourself, like, why do you give? You know, because you care, because it feels good, because, you know, you want to show people that you love them and you appreciate them, you know? And so those reasons as to why you give. And now let's kind of reflect on your receiving muscle, (laughs) And you, if you guys have been listening to Joyfully You podcast for a while, um, I always talk about these different emotions as a muscle. It's not that you have it or you don't. It's it's the muscle has been strengthened or it has not been strengthened. And I talk about this around taking messy action, around saying no, around trusting. It's a muscle. And so right now we are talking about the receiving muscle. How do you receive? If someone gives you a compliment, what do you do? Do you justify it and talk about, oh, this sweater? Oh my God, I got it on Target on clearance for $3. Amazing, right? You know, in a way, as women, we do this to try to be includers so they know, but how often are you doing it so unnecessarily? And I'm just going to say all justification is unnecessary. The only response that we need to have, and I'm saying this so directly because it's something that 2019, my word was receive. And I had so many different opportunities to strengthen that muscle. Um, So if someone gives you a compliment, I want you to smile and say thank you. No justifications, no turning it down, no, oh no, all this? Oh, shut up, I didn't even sleep good last night. Oh my gosh, my hair's three days uh, dirty. Don't even say it's pretty. You know, how often are you rejecting the the gift of giving that someone's trying to give you, right? So if someone's trying to give to you, it's because 
the same reasons you like to give. They care. They want to show people in their life that they love and appreciate them. So the exact same reasons other people are giving are often the reasons you are giving. So if you deny someone from giving to you, you are robbing them of the gift of giving. Let that sink in. If you do not allow the people in your life to give to you the way that you so fluidly and easily give to others, you are robbing them of that gift of giving that you yourself enjoy so much. Doesn't that totally change it? Doesn't it feel so much differently when we look at it that way? You know, we don't want to rob anyone of the gift of giving. It's like the best feeling ever. Um, But here's the interesting part. You know, I've talked to so many women about receiving around strengthening that ability to say no around people pleasing. And, you know, common themes that come up is they worry that, oh, that person's offering to help, but they don't really mean it. Or, okay, I don't want to burden that person and have them be mad at me later. Or what will they think of me if I can't do it by myself? Or, oh, they don't really mean it, right? And we will project the view to the people around us the same way that we are feeling internally, right? So the inside is a reflection of the outside. So how does this correlate? If you yourself are saying yes all the time when you mean no, then you yourself are not really meaning it. So you will naturally look at the world through a lens of however you are showing up to those dynamics. So if you yourself are saying yes when you really mean no, you are automatically gonna assume that people in your life are saying yes to things when they really mean no. But we get to honor our honesty. We get to honor our truth and we get to tune in and be less, um, less rapid with our, uh, decisions and responses. And what I mean by that is if someone asks you to do something and you aren't sure if you can commit to it 100% or you aren't sure if you're going to feel depleted, if you do say yes, then give yourself space and time before you respond. You don't have to be a yes girl and saying no to something doesn't have to be a no forever. It could be a no, not right now. You know, I saw this quote and it was so powerful, especially for people pleasing is someone else's emergency doesn't, or someone else's lack of planning does not need to become your emergency. Like mic drop. Right. And I was just thinking of so many different, um, dynamics that I used to have in my own family or within my friendships and my relationships, especially in college where I would let their, chaotic life become my constant emergencies because there is a part of me that was almost addicted to being the quote unquote savior, helper, rescuer. And so whenever we are in that complex of always wanting to rescue and save, we will naturally attract people who are desperately looking to be rescued and to be saved, right? You know, codependent people will find themselves very easily. It's just, and so the reason why I'm saying this is when we start to trust in other people's honesty, it has to start within, you know, let me say that differently. When we start to trust ourselves and be honest with our yeses and our nos and our communication, it'll be much easier to then interpret and believe and trust that other people are saying yes when they mean it and saying no when they mean it. And when situations come up that you get offered help or you get offered a compliment or you get offered support or whatever else that your job is to receive, can you give generously and receive graciously? And that's a beautiful mantra you can use, a beautiful affirmation. If you have a pen and a paper or something or putting a note in your phone, I choose to give generously and receive graciously. 
We think about grace. We think of that word grace, having grace, softening, allowing yourself to receive. Because what's happening when we deny that, um, deny things from the world, from people, however the universe is trying to support us, the universe, God will use so many different directions to support us in the needs that we have. Um, Hey, lovely, if you are ready to take the lead in your life, if you are ready to cultivate self-love that empowers you, inspires you, and allows you to take action on the things that really matter to you in your life, then Glow Self-Love Mastermind is open for enrollment. There is a link in the show notes that you could be able to join. This is a six-month mastermind that is for empathetic and spiritual women to come together to create sisterhood, to create empowerment, and to master our emotions. And it's not so much controlling them as it is surrendering to them and allowing for your feminine flow to guide you in your day, how to get into flow, how to create a meditation practice, how to be open to receiving everything that life has to offer. And so if that sounds good to you, there is a link below that you can schedule a free one-on-one call with me and we can be able to dive into your self-love journey. Here is what Lauren has to say, a recent graduate of GLOW Self-Love Mastermind. I guess I'd also like to share that like in this program, you really learn how to give yourself grace and how to be kinder to yourself and be more generous with yourself. And for me, that has helped relieve a lot of the guilt and anxiety. I used to live just in my own self-induced guilt, like, oh, I didn't do this. So, wow, what are you doing with your life, Lauren? Or um, I didn't meet this self-induced deadline, so now I have all this anxiety because it needs to be done because I said so. Um, And GLOW will really just give you the tools to um, live in the now and the present, to be motivated to do what fills your cup. And and really just learn how to give yourself that love and grace that we so often are willing to give to other people, but forget to give to ourselves. So. All right, now let's get back to the episode. So now that you are hearing this, you are going to have different situations that are going to happen where you are going to be challenged to smile and say thank you rather than justifying, rather than rejecting, rather than feeling like, oh, not me, give it to someone else, you know, um, And so using that mantra and affirmation, I choose, right? Because it's a choice. I choose to give generously and receive graciously. Because if we are giving, giving, giving and not allowing ourselves to receive, we're going to feel stressed out, we're going to feel resentful, and we're going to feel drained. But on the flip side, if you find yourself constantly receiving and asking, but not giving, you're going to feel... you're not going to have gratitude for the things that you currently have. And it's going to have the sensation of it's never enough. It's never enough. It's never enough. Um, you know, and if we look below the surface, what's actually happening when we are not receiving, whether it's receiving support, receiving help, receiving compliments, like when we are not receiving, what is that underlying belief that we are operating from? That underlying belief is I'm not worthy of this, give it to someone else. Or I don't need this, give it to someone else. Or not me, if you really knew me, you wouldn't be giving me this compliment, right? So it's undermining um, this beautiful thing that someone's trying to share with us. And we get to look at those beliefs of like, okay, no, not me, give it to someone else. What, why? That person chose you. 
So you get to just soak in that and know I am worthy of receiving. That's also another mantra. If you have your, if you have a notepad or something, just writing it down. I am worthy of receiving anything the world wants to give me. I choose to receive graciously and give generously. You know, so using these and letting it flood your mind, using it as a journal prompt, opening up your journal and just reflecting on where in my life am I not allowing myself to receive? Because when you start receiving these little things, all of a sudden going for a walk, you're like, wow, I'm open to receive the beauty of this walk, right? Receiving can look so many different ways. And especially in dynamics with men and women, think about our anatomy, Women's anatomy is built to be on the receiving end, right? Masculine and men, male anatomy is on like the giving, the penetrating, the going forward. And so this can be broken down in so many ways with like the energetics of masculine and feminine. But then there's also just the physiology, right? Of like our physical bodies and our anatomy and what that's showing us. And so, yes. Do we get to give? Absolutely. That's who you are. I can never take that away and I never would want to take that away because that's a part of your beauty and compassion and a part of your superpowers. But it's not, no one's benefiting if you're completely drained and you're teaching the people around you to be martyrs and to sacrifice and to do whatever it takes for other people if you yourself are not living in that energy, in that fluidity. And it's almost like, you know, when you have like your, you're in the bathtub and your feet are really warm and all the hot water's down there. And so you kind of on one side, start pushing the water because you want it to circulate back around you. That's a, such a great example of like the giving and receiving, or even with money, anything where if you are allowing movement, you're going to feel more of it coming back around to you. Um, it's almost like trying to exhale, 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 but you can't inhale. If you're not allowing yourself to inhale, you're going to burn out and crash right away. Like, I mean, with our breath, that's like 30 seconds, maybe, you know? So that's the same thing with life. You have to allow yourself to receive as fluidly as you give and know in your being that you are worthy of receiving it and trust that if someone is wanting to give to you that don't be arrogant to think that they aren't making the right decision or they don't know better, like they are choosing you to give you a compliment, to open a door, to, to, to help you out with something at work. And if someone offers to help with something, you got to have trust in people because if you're used to controlling everything, but then at the same time, you're frustrated because you feel like you're doing everything. Where in your life are you allowing yourself to unfold a little bit, to receive support a little bit, to relax a little bit. Okay. It's almost like trying to approach life with your hands closed. If your fists are all tight and you're like white knuckling through life, trying to hold on, trying to control, it's really hard to receive anything. And so like, imagine like your fists being closed tight and slowly opening them up, being receptive, being open, being open to the possibility of miracles, being open to the possibility of it being better than you can plan, being open to the possibility of the best case scenario. Whenever your mind starts going down the worst case scenario, If you ever find yourself worrying about time, about money, about people, about whatever, checking in with yourself of, okay, but what is the best case scenario? Because that could happen too. I saw the study. It's like 99% of the worries we have never actually happen. So it's just wasted energy. And to quote the very, uh, very important qualified Van Wilder, (laughs) 
Worrying is like a rocking chair. It just gives you something to do. And if you are used to being a high performing, get shit done, intense productivity type of person, then that slowing down or even that receiving can just feel weird because you're like, yeah, but what am I doing? And this is where you get to connect with the being, that being part of you. Instead of asking yourself, what am I doing? Ask yourself, who do I want to be right now? And then there's a permission piece. Give yourself permission to enjoy the moment. Give yourself permission to receive with grace. Give yourself permission to say no or not right now or I can't today, but I can next Wednesday at three o'clock, right? Allow yourself to be organized and specific with your time so you don't feel like you're juggling a bunch of balls that are about to drop. This is also where we get to not overcommit and set ourselves up for failure by putting a unrealistic, unmeasurable amount of things on our schedule and then inevitably beating ourselves up for not getting to it. I call this like the superwoman complex. You know, if we're trying to be superwoman every single day, it can be really frustrating because for one, why? And normally it's because the self-worth is rooted in how much stuff you get done. And so if you find yourself not feeling good about yourself and not feeling like confident when you are doing nothing, check in with that. Journal, open up your journal and be like, okay, I'm feeling this. And imagine a kid coming up to you and being like, oh my gosh, it's Saturday and I'm not in school. And so I haven't done anything and I'm just feeling really guilty. Like, you know, you would tell that kid to take a deep breath and to go play. Take a deep breath. It's Saturday. You're allowed to play. And if it's a mom, people are like, hey, you want to get to work? Come on, get in here. I'll put you to work. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, And so reconnecting with that inner child, whenever you feel restless or anxious, when you're not doing something, check in with yourself of how you want to be. How do I want to show up today? And use some words. I want to show up calm. I want to show up confident. I want to show up on purpose. And what does on purpose mean for you? What are things in your life that you haven't felt like you had the time to do, but you really would like to do? Maybe things that give back to you. You know, maybe it is taking a bath, slowing down enough to take a bath. I'm not being into this rushed mentality because being rushed and feeling busy is a habit and a mindset. Everyone's busy. Everyone has things on their plate. Everyone has things going on. But worrying and rushing and freaking out is a choice. All right? You don't have to be in a rush all the time. My favorite like uh, perspective, and I don't know where I heard it, is you know, nature is never in a rush, yet everything gets done. And this is where we start to strengthen the trust muscle that everything will get done with or without you. Um, and that you are still important and loved and worthy, whether your hand is a part of making it happen or not. Whether you are doing something or not, you are completely loved and worthy. Like, let's connect to like a baby. When a baby is born, it is completely dependent on the mother. It has zero apologies around its needs. If it's like, I'm hungry, I'm tired, I want, I don't know what I want, I just want to cry, you know? There, it is the most beautiful form of expression and abundance. There's so much abundance with a child that they get anything that they need and they're never like, hey mom, I'm so sorry, but I need some more milk, right? No way, they're not apologizing for shit because they are in this beautiful energy of pure positive love and abundance and they're here to receive. 
and they're unapologetic about it. So I'm not saying, <laughs> I'm not saying we need to be a baby and express ourselves unapologetically and ask everyone around us to wait on us hand and foot. Obviously not. But I am saying is you would never tell that baby, you know, you really need to do some work later today. You, you better be giving me some fucking cute smiles later today since I just gave you milk, right? You wouldn't place conditions on a child. That's just not how we work. It, being around a child instantly brings out a nurturing side of us, but it's not conditional. It's not, I'll love you if you give me a cute smile later today. I'll love you if you say mama, right? But we end up doing that to ourselves. You know, I'll love you and I'll, and I'll be proud of you if you get a certain amount of things done. And so check in with yourself of where am I being conditional with my own self-love? And this is huge for me because especially around like different addictions that I've had with like marijuana or with nicotine, I would, I would feel so disconnected and just so angry with myself because I felt so much guilt around it that I was also blocking myself from any love because I was making it conditional. It's like, I'm not going to love you unless you are doing this. And it was such a big breakthrough to start to remove the guilt and remove the shame of like, I love you even when. I love you even when you smoke. I love you even when you have a drink. I love you even when you don't work out. I love you even when. I don't care. I love you anyways, right? And not in an enabling way, just in an unconditional loving way. We have cycles. We have rhythms. We have ups. We have downs. We have lefts. We have rights. Like we healing and our self-love journey is a cyclical journey. There's cycles. It's not a step-by-step process. Okay. And so maybe using that as an, another journal question of, I love myself even when, and what are some of those things that you restrict love for yourself for when it happens, you know? And this is also something to remember if you feel anxious, if you are relaxing or not doing anything or receiving the moment is I'm allowed, I'm allowed to enjoy this. I don't, I've already earned it just by living and breathing who you are is like, you're allowed to enjoy your life. I don't know who needs to hear this, but you are allowed to enjoy your life. Even if you feel like you didn't do anything right. Um, because even that you're listening to this, I know that's not true. We need to redefine what productivity means because there's so many different women that I connect with where they're like, I'm either being super productive or I'm being super lazy. And those type of patterns and habits start to emerge when we are being unrealistic with our expectations of ourselves. when we're trying to be Superman and we go, 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 or Superwoman. And we go, 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 say yes to everyone, make it happen, pull off some big shindig, whatever else. And then we are fried. And we need to have like a couple days of not doing anything. And this is like the massive roller coaster that many people pleasers have been on. And so start checking in with these, some of these things that I've been sharing with you. Checking in with, okay, instead of making it black and white of productive or lazy, reframe it. Reframe it in the sense of how can I make myself proud today? And I always like to do a top three. What are the top three things important to me today? And instead of getting carried away with this big old thing, what's my top three? After I complete that, anything else is a bonus, but I love myself no matter what. I love myself no matter what. I support myself no matter what. I'm here for myself no matter what. I can do this. And then we get to monitor that inner self-talk. I can do this. I can do this. What would it look like to take one step forward? You know, because sometimes we feel like we can't do it because we're too zoomed out looking at the big picture. We actually need to zoom in and focus on one step at a time. So, whew. so let's just do a little refresh of some of the mantras and affirmations. I am worthy of receiving anything the world wants to give me. I choose 
to give generously and receive graciously. I love myself even when, okay? You are deserving and worthy of the same love and support that you offer to everyone around you. You are deserving and worthy of receiving just as easily as you give, okay? And you will start to notice situations where people start give you a compliment, give you a hand up, give you things, and your job is to smile and say thank you. Receive, mamacita, por favor, receive, okay? All right, guys, I hope you like this episode of Joyfully You Podcast. Um, I hope you have an amazing weekend and, uh, or who knows, this is a podcast. So I hope you just have an amazing day, whatever day that happens to be for you. And I'm your host, Kelsey Lowe. Um, I'm always hanging out on Instagram at Kelsey Lowe Show. You can come pop in, say hi, send me a message, maybe take a screenshot if you really love this episode and post it to your story and tag me. I would love to connect with you. All right, guys, I'm Kelsey Lowe. You are listening to Joyfully You Podcast, and I will catch you on the next episode.